Hello folks, welcome to Beyond Deserve. It is episode 12, season 4. And on today's episode of Beyond Deserve, we got a lot to discuss, including there will be a new mayor in Chicago as Lori Lightfoot loses in a runoff election to Paul Vallis. Will he become the new mayor of Chicago? We'll give you more of the details. Daniel has been balling in East Palestine. Biden has not been there. And the weird things that have happened in that particular town will give you all those details. Biden was healthy until he wasn't. Berman was also healthy until he wasn't. What is with these tactics the Democrats use? And what are the crazy antics they're pulling? An update on Ukraine, China, Russia, and Iran. And later on, the reality of boycotts from Hogwarts and others. John Moran, John Jones, and the morality in sports. What if the right still doesn't understand the situation we are in? And some other things concerning about a war. Plus, news you miss, space news. What will go on on the next part of the special, the Mage Education of a Nation? What happened to make this episode so late? All that and a whole lot more on this week's episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth. This is Norman Hollaback. That's Hollaback. Well, sorry for the lateness, folks. We'll explain it at the end of the broadcast. However, some important news that we need to discuss. Let's see what we got here. First off, we have to talk about that election that took place in Chicago. Here we are. Let's see what she came in third place. And that would be Mrs. Lightfoot. She was the mayor of the town. She claimed last year to have the biggest leap in the city. She lost a bid for re-election. Last week, Tuesday, after failing to advance in the runoff in the Chicago mayoral race. This will be the first time it happened in Chicago since 1983. She finished with 16.4% of the vote. The former public school CEO of Chicago, Paul Vallis, finished at 32%. Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson with 20.25%. Now, those two will run off in the April 4 runoff as the two candidates who got the most votes. After that runoff, then they will decide he will be the Democratic nominee for the mayor, which either Johnson or Vallis will become the Democratic nominee for Chicago. Um, obviously, we didn't win the election. The runoff, quote unquote, 
as Lightfoot says in this article here. But I stand here with her head held high and my heart full of thanks, she told her supporters before 9 p.m. You will not be defined how you fall. You will be defined how hard you work and how you do for other people. Well, maybe in Lightfoot's case, it will be defined by the following articles here, as mentioned in Zero Hedge. Bleep Clarence Thomas. Chicago Lightfoot granting interviews only to black and brown jobs. The Chicago Ponies boom car dealership robbed a $1 billion fan that the life will call owner a idiot. Chicago's ex-attorney brands Lightfoot a disaster at the $2.9 billion settlement over botched police raid. The Chicago homicide crisis continues to worsen. The sheriff's reject mayor Lightfoot emerging plea to convert police shortage in crime hit Chicago. I haven't been this happy since my son returned from Afghanistan, said Mr. Vallis. We will have a shape, Chicago. We'll make Chicago the safest city in America. Johnson, meanwhile, claims to have a long shift of undecided African-American voters who are searching for an alternative to Lightfoot, according to the Sun-Times. So, let's put it in very simple terms. And I know there was another thing that I wanted to add it in my show notes dealing with the situations concerning with the pandemic and all the rest of it, and we'll get to that. But you're beginning to see, and you're also going to see in the other election that's also happening in a blue city, Philadelphia, concerning with the mayor of Canada race in that city. So you also have you have the Allen Doms, you have the Jeff Browns, and so on. And they're going to make a decision on their future as well. Concerning what will happen with the, with them mayoral race there. Now, unlike Chicago, Philadelphia already had the mayor go two terms. So... We have situations in, in Philadelphia, especially with Kensington, with the drug problems there. We also have a situation with crime, and it has continued to gotten worse, especially with this one. So Vallis is now talking about strong on crime. And so we're also seeing Alan Dom, Mr. Brown, and others are saying we're going to take this tough on crime initiative. But you have to remember in 2020, it is all ACAB, it's all Leap 12 or Fuck 12, it's all this, that, and the other. And with recent events that have happened, we mentioned it on other episodes of this show especially with what happened in many uh, in in Memphis in Tennessee recently with the five cops going after this one young man and I played that clip on the possible reasons why that young man was basically beaten to death it is now a very hard sale sell excuse me concerning how they're going to handle the way comps are going to be handled. 
one of the blue cities, especially in the West Coast, we have Portland, Oregon. And another article states that the majority of the Walmarts in the city proper of Warm of Portland will permanently close their stores due to a death wave. Uh, during a wave of deaths. In order to address the issue of subchain and retail theft, the final two Walmart starts in the city proper of Portland, Oregon will shutter their doors in late March. Foxwell, Oregon reported that the Walmart locations at both Hayden Middle Drive and Southeast 2nd Avenue, 82nd Avenue and the Eastport Plaza Mall will close on March 24th. Now I heard you hear from TikTok and others in other places as well that oh they have insurance. Okay, they have insurance. Why is the Portland store closing now? And reminder folks that some people use that won't use Walmart as a supermarket. So with those stores closing down within the next two weeks, it's going to be harder to gain, get food. Plus you have all snap ending in this, um, have ended about, will either end this week or has already ended, or will end this upcoming week or will end later. And the SNAP benefits, the extended SNAP benefits will end. So, you have problems all over. And I don't know how you're going to solve them, ultimately. It is not going to be solved with the way things have been done. And that's unfortunate. I hate to tell people this. It's sad. Um, let's talk about East Palestine. East Palestine, I, I don't know what to tell you. There was a town hall meeting about a week and a half so ago where they talked with the Department of Transportation, NOAA, OSHA, others with these train derailments that happened in East Palestine. I don't know what to tell y'all. It was a deeply, there was some anger, justifiable anger concerning what happened with this particular town. And it's justifiable. They're going to blame Trump for this. There could be some blame for Tim. We'll talk about what they did in CPAC in the second segment. <clears throat> there was some um, issues concerning with CPAC. I mean, <laughs> I mean, with East Palestine, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit... um pressed today. Um, 
the anger is there. Now, Carl Denninger, and I mentioned this last week, stated that this was, this were people that knew were supposed to know during emergency situations that this train is in trouble and they need to stop the train. And now it's becoming more and more apparent. I don't have my the, the actual tools that I need to use here, but it's become more and more apparent that it is human error or lack of ability of human error and human ability to be able to handle the situation. They did not train them well. We'll get to the second segment on with this problem with human training, human behavior, all the rest of it. Biden has not been there. Trump has been there. A lot of people, pundits have come up and said, but Biden should not be there. Biden should be there. Biden should not be there. doesn't matter. It looks bad when you know that Trump is coming back. He's running for re-election. And when the commercials come out, it is going to look really bad. This is optics now. It's going to look really bad if Biden comes there, says he's for the people and all the rest of it, but he's Palestine. Regardless of what happened in the past and what happened in the future, it's going to look really bad when... Trump can say, I was there helping with the people. I was there with the people. It's going to look really bad for Biden and his people. It's going to look bad. And a lot of people need to get a handle on this. If they were Biden and they want him to be reelected for the next four years, they need to get a handle on this or they're in trouble. It's not a joke. If it's not Biden, if I'm excuse me, if it's not Trump, it's DeSantis. And there are a lot of unscrupulous people who think that men need to continue to step up and do the responsibilities and all the rest of it. It's like trying to plant seeds when the ground and soil are salted beyond repair. Behind DeSantis, instead of trying to make Florida better than it needs to be, they're trying to get him into the national stage. He's not ready for the national stage. Everybody knows this. But people are playing games. I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Let's go to something that is concerning me about 
Fetterman and Biden and his wife. A recent report came out on Friday that says that they had to take care of two lesions that were ultimately cancerous for Biden. This comes on the heels two weeks before that Dr. Jill Biden had cancerous lesions on her eyelid or and face. This comes on top of what's going on with John Fairman and his health issues. I mean this with all due respect. Mr. Fetterman went through a stroke. I had family members that went through a stroke. I have people in the community that I live that I'm staying in. Uh, those that I knew in the past that have gone through stroke. A stroke is not a laughing matter. It's not a joking matter. For any party, regardless of affiliation, to put a man who is ultimately sick and needs to recover as a person that can run as a senator, that's ghoulish. I don't care who you are. That's ghoulish. A sick man can't run for office. The sickness, the, the strokes are, not, are, are no joke. None. Someone may have caught it, may have caught it fast enough, all the rest of it. Okay. That's fine. But they said it was extremely serious. There could have been, and some people are saying this is after the fact now. Some people are saying that his stroke could have been seconds away he's dead. God forbid. able to run and do the duties of being a senator. Oh, my friends, well, liberals said he is fine. You have 85, 86 year old senators who have gone through many heart attacks and whatnot. They have the best health care they can possibly do. He, he can get through it. To me, it's like it's apples and oranges. And then came the depression that he said he's suffering from. And then he needs to take a couple months away from office. And 
this is also caused by stress. All this been a long-term thing and all the rest of it. So we have a president of the United States who same media said he was healthy. A month later, he had cancer lesions on his side, on his face. But he, they said he's healthy four weeks ago, four weeks before they made this announcement. We have Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden, said that her health was fine. Two weeks later, cancer lesions all over. They broke in, special report, she has cancer lesions on her eyelid. John Fairman goes for a stroke. The ghoulish folks over at Twitter comes up and said, oh, he's going to be all right. Turns out four weeks later, he's now in depression, going to a day to take care of the depression. What are they not telling us about the health of, of, of the of elected leaders? That everybody seems to be okay. And then four weeks later, we have cancer scares. What type of ghoulishness that you're going to tell the people, the media in particular, the media that pretty much bows down for access to government? And does dances and holds off stories for weeks at a time in the benefit of national security to protect our citizens, as they say. They come up and they can't give us the right information about the health of our of our elected leaders in the correct time. You have them take checkups and said he has been the healthiest as he's ever been. But we found two cancer lesions four weeks later. Come on. Please. Spare me. Spare me. Please. It is said that he is undergoing treatment for cancer when they do the physical because it's a part of his health. Same thing with his wife. Same thing with Fetterman concerning his depression. Or you don't see anything at all about his health saying that he's fine when he's not. It's that simple. It is that clear language that people miss. And, it's ha and a lot of this obfuscation, especially during things that could ultimately help Biden, ultimately off in, in certain ways, are ultimately obfuscated by his chief of staff and his staff around him.
I do want to mention that a lot of ambassadors to these to many countries have not been filled within the last two years, almost two years of his administration. There hasn't been any. This is a problem. Y'all have to fix it real quickly. Has to be fixed. I don't know what to tell you on that one. Okay. Let's go to this thing concerning with pandemic. Woody Harrelson, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he made a monologue that fell flat with jokes, but made some sort of impact with those that have misgivings on the way this pandemic has been handled. Deep misgivings. And then on Real Talk with Bill Maher, you had Russell Brand, who made certain statements similar to what Mr. Harrison concerning this issue. This comes at the heels in between each other of both the Energy Department and very possibly, possibly the FBI saying that this particular pandemic came from an accidental lab leak in Wuhan. Remember, we you remember Twitter? We have all the Twitter files. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Instagram, I think it was paid interest and others of that nature. All censored the hell over the last 18 months concerning the situation with the pandemic. Turns out that the energy department and then <laughs> FBI may have possibly said, well, maybe this actually came from the places that it came from, the incidental leak. And then all of a sudden, people are saying, well, maybe, you know, we were dancing around the issue. Maybe it was an incidental leak. Maybe we didn't do the things that we didn't do. Blah, 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 blah. I said, do you understand? Nonsense. A lot of people went through because they deliberately did not do their due diligence concerning this event, the world event crisis and its subsequent pandemic. They didn't do their due diligence. 
So Barnum is shocked that they all want to believe conspiracy theories. Nobody should be shocked. Woody Harrelson now has the confidence to go and say, oh, they're doing this. Russell Brand has the confidence to go and diss the MSNBC reporter on Real Talk with Bill Maher and say, oh, you ain't crap. And then I told everyone two years back all the way to the present day that let it not be known that we were wrong about this thing. There is going to be serious deepening questions that will have to be asked about who messed up where and why. Who messed up where and why and why it continues. But we'll get to more of that in the next couple of weeks and episodes if we are possible to do it. Okay, one last thing before we move to the next segment. And this segment's important anyway. Um some updates concerning Ukraine. The Russians are close, but they're not making any moves until maybe late March, early April. I'm thinking April 21st. Some of the people are saying April 21st. I'm not sure. Um, China has made a decision but we're not but the U.S. is concerned about whether China and Russia are working together concerning Ukraine or they're giving the resources that sort of thing when it comes to Iran the UN has stated that they are allowing research inspectors the UN research inspectors nuclear inspectors from the IE, from the IA, IA, IEA, I'm, not, I'm sorry, from that group in order to see, in order to have more transparency to get a deal done. But others are saying that they have completely reached uranium to 87%, and there are some inklings that they are talking to China concerning what's going on in the Ukraine and the West. So I would really, really watch that and see where that's going to take place as well. For that one as well, we'll have those updates as we can get them. Coming up next on Beyond This Earth, we're gonna talk about John Morant, John Jones, and the morality in sports. Is it lost? or something is missing. We're also gonna talk about um, the young lady, Mrs. Dunn, 
and the issues with AI concerning her and what they and certain things and what happened with um her and name not name the image and likeness situation over at LSU and and concerning boycotts and where we're headed on that particular aspect as well. So thank you for listening. We'll be back right after this with Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. We're back with Beyond This Earth. Uh, we're all back here. Um, there is a long thing that we need to discuss concerning with John Barrant, John Jones, and others in sports, morality in sports. But first, I want to get to the John Morant situation. This is from ESPN. This was done on Sunday, I believe. And I'm going to let uh, other people speak on it. Um, you may have heard the Jalen Road thing. I'm going to play that again. And then we'll get to what I we have to talk about also about John Jones as well. So let's go and let's speak about this here. Uh, Greeny, John Morant is essentially essentially beginning to serve a de facto suspension with the Grizzlies. He'll be away from the team for at least the next two games, but it may extend more. And what heartened very much the Grizzlies, the league office, was to see John Morant take some accountability, uh, take some ownership of his actions overnight on Saturday. That's something that, frankly, people have not seen around him in several of these prior incidences, and there was a lot of concern about a pattern of behavior that was starting to spiral with him. It wasn't just his public statement that he gave through his agent, Jim Tanner, yesterday, but those in private conversations with him. Uh, see a sense of understanding on his part that this needs to be a turning point for him, that there's going to have to be changes. He talked about taking the time to get to deal with his mental wellness, and so that's really the focus for the Grizzlies. They want to give him all the time he needs, all the tools they can give him to help him do that. There is a league investigation uh, into uh, you know the Instagram video that had him holding what was an, an apparent gun. But remember, the league can simply look at the Grizzlies' suspension here and his time away from the team. That could stand as a league suspension. So he'll be away from the team now, but there is – a level of at least encouragement around John Morant that that this has a chance now to be a turning point for him. That opportunity is there. All right, certainly is. And now I'm going to play the statement from Jalen Rose that happened a couple of days at prior, uh, a day prior from um, Walsh speaking about what was going on with Mr. Morant here. I am John Morant. Like, you guys have got a chance to see me grow up for public consumption since 1991. And I've been involved in drug raids. I've survived assassination attempts. I've been that undisciplined young person that was trying to figure out 
how to be famous, how to be successful, and how to change the dynamics of my family. The one thing that young people have to understand, and in John Morant's case, when you first get drafted, you go from being a member of the family, a member of the crew, to being the leader, to being the breadwinner. And first and foremost, I hear a lot of people talking about like his family and his crew. When you the leader, it's on you because you end up searching that lifestyle. You end up wanting to be down. And what I had to learn is that people come into your life for four reasons, to add, subtract, multiply, or divide. You have to choose wisely. He has way too much to lose. Trust me, I've been that young player carrying a gun. And Will Bond alluded to this. When you start waving it, that could get you killed. That, that ain't, that's, that's, a, that's an entirely different thing than we're talking about a superstar athlete should be putting themselves in position. And as Stephen A mentioned, that's him on the video, on his IG Live. Ain't nobody coaxing him. Ain't nobody got a, 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 ain't nobody egging him on to do that. That's a personal choice. And a lot of times, guys, as I mentioned, fame can be a drug. And I don't know what type of pain that he deals with and type of anxiety that he has types of substances that he may be using. And I'm glad in this statement that he owned that I need to make changes for me. Because as the leader, as the breadwinner, you control the environment. The people that are around you, you select. And a lot of times, unfortunately, and Wilbon alluded to this also, when we start to get fame, when we start to get money, then we try to feel like we're keeping it real. Like, we're trying to be down now. We're trying to be tough now. We're trying to be hard now. But you made it. And once you make it, your job is to uplift, to enlighten. And I'm glad this actually happened at this point of his life. He's a 23-year-old young man. Nobody got arrested. Nobody got injured. And I'm hearing too many stories about pistols, okay? Allegedly with the 17-year-old kid, allegedly with the Indiana Pacer staff. Last night on IG Live, I saw the video like you guys did brandishing the gun. The next step to that is now recovery. And I believe that he's on that path. I'm happy that he's on that path. He's going to return, and he's going to be a better person. And because of all of this taking place, he's not going to be able to live his full potential. Last night on, I think it was Sunday actually. No, Saturday, excuse me. Saturday night, as they were doing the game between the Sixers and the Milwaukee Bucks, they did this on NBA Countdown on. Eight o'clock. ESPN Plus was holds UFC. You see Fight Pass and others of that nature. At a heavyweight event between John Bones Jones 
Gagne. Cyril Gagne. Suffice it to say, it wasn't much of a fight. But I think people need to understand something's up and something's wrong. And let me just get to the history about it all and whether one can agree or one can disagree, I just want to get through the history and explain it in the ways it needs to be explained. Mr. Jones, as a police report, A mile long concerning the mother of his children. He's there for all to see. He has issues concerning. Staying clean with the Miss Martial Arts Boards and the Fighting Boards of both California and Las Vegas. There's a problem with trying to keep himself clean. also had done things that if it was any other sport, especially the National Football League, he won't be out. He have no career. He have no career. One of the sad things about American life and American morality, unfortunately, is the inability of moving people away from the things that will cause them to do those actions again and again. The inability Understanding what forgiveness actually means. One of the things people don't understand about psychology and philosophy, ultimately, question of evil. All the Greek philosophers have stated that evil has to be punished. And that by continuing to allow evil to fester, and forgiving that particular evil, 
will only cause the evil to come back, possibly in a much worse form. And so, we, this whole culture, did the whole spin move, spin a rag move concerning with Egypt. That we're gonna have a new era in how we're gonna treat women. We're gonna have a new era concerning with African Americans in crime. We're gonna change the whole police forces. We're gonna change all these other things. And, and, and what have you. We're gonna do all these particular things. What have we, what has happened? Since then, okay, they took out Charlie Rose. They took out um, Mad Power. They took out the newsman Smiley. They had is there's some issues concerning with um, Ezra Miller. There's some issues concerned with other particulars in there, but um, CK um, and other Louis CK and others, Mario Balotelli, no career anymore, what have you. We said we want to change the whole way things are done. Concerning women and all the rest of it. They won't be beat up anymore. They will be able to put new laws in the UK for us. They said it. I didn't see it. They said it. All they did is rearrange the these other criteria. They rearranged the chairs on the Titanic. No amount of law is going to make the substantial changes to make human be to make certain human beings better. If we were a good and honest culture and an honest society, John Bones Jones would not be fighting in that ring. He would be somewhere else. doing something else somewhere else in this world to get him away from the behaviors that caused him to do the actions he did ultimately to the mother of his children. Police report is out there. You can see it for yourself. Especially after 
things that are going on around in the African-American community should not be playing basketball for the rest of the year. Until, go back, go back. David Stern era. Last year with the David Stern era, David Stern had the boys, his boys, saying to Carmelo Anthony, I remember this, saying that we know who all your friends are. We know all the connections there. We need to get rid of them boys out and get them away from you. We can deal with your lala and whatnot. That's what women do. That's not out there. But with you and your boys, you can't be with them. We know who they are. We know who they are. Can't be with them. I'm not going to have this league turn into what other people are saying it is. I've built too much goodwill through what? NBC and Michael Jordan did to have all this come to play. That's Ebersol, NBC with Ebersol, and Michael Jordan, they have all this at play. We sort of skin the cat between Iverson and Kobe. We can't have you just and your boys make some things with this. And we have LeBron in on the rise, and we have a new contract with Ambassador with ESPN. And they basically said to Carmelo, get rid of those boys that you hang around with, or we don't have no cup. We have no we have no chance. But UFC, they don't have that. What are you, Mikey's, to be <laughs> the sand moment? Sand reality. The situation that we now live in this society and this culture. I might consider it as such. <laughs> the way the Jumbos can come back and be successful in UFC is going to bring more men into the league, into that type of entity, because unfortunately, the inability certain people in our society to understand what the right thing to do and what the wrong thing to do is has acerbated bad behaviors and what I mean by bad behaviors we know what the bad behaviors are we refuse to accept them as bad behaviors and we know that in certain ways, those bad behaviors are accepted in order to 
gain certain trust with a female or with groups or what have you. That's what we are. That it's reached to a point that not a safe zone. Dude, UFC is not be, not so much of a safe space, but a safe zone where men can be men. And no matter what you do, what mistakes you made, what have you, even if it's heinous. And I know that UFC's people have, there are good people in the UFC. We're not dissing all UFC. But we know that there has to be a complete understanding of these particular things. They don't know what they're doing on that particular case. So it's unfortunate that he had to continue, that he is the heavyweight champion. Whereas with, and in another sense, with Francis Nagano and the, and the fight thing and all the rest of it with the fighters, he wanted more money, that sort of thing. And whatnot, and Dana comes up and says, Oh, he's scared to fight, and all the rest of it. The showmanship that men do. The reason why UFC is now cultivated, they're cultivating a non woke, if you want to put it in that particular sense, way of seeing the world that used to exist. And I could understand some of it. But there has to be certain things that should not be in play. And these are the things that are missing. And ultimately, what people might consider the right wing does not put into practice and ultimately defeats the purpose of having conservative also in the Christian type of way of life and living and make it successful for others. Making it so that it's very easy to, easy to say, we accept everything the left wing does, even though they have, and without critical thinking about a lot of the things they do wrong. They just accept it wholesale as this is the way life is. Even though there could be other ways of living life that will be beneficial to people in the long run. Because we all gonna pass away and we all wanna leave something better for other people to look at and to respond to. We all wanna have a better world for our children. You can't do that if you just accept certain things wholesale. That is the mistake a lot of people make. And also, Mrs. Dunn. Um, she's now have to go through learning about certain things in life concerning with her name, image, and likeness in LSU. And with AI, because again, morality question, plagiarism, 
but she's 23 years old, same age with John. I mean, she's she's three years younger than John Moran. But it's about the principle of it all. And the principle of it all is how are you going to do the right thing when no one is even looking? And people have forgotten how to deal with that and, and understand that. And when the wrong thing is done, how do you keep that person accountable at all times for those actions that were done? That's something people need to really think about and put it and make it honest. Okay, reality, this goes into the reality of boycotts and the situation concerning with the Hogwarts game and other particular things of that nature. I'm talking about it in the dirt segment a little bit, but here it is what it is. Again, the morality question, but it gets into another day. How do you want to be treated? Does a game give you the right to go out and harangle people over pe people's buying decisions? You can do it half jokingly and say this is the wrong thing to buy, but do you now begin to understand that The sad reality of all this is the people that are against J.K. Rowling now are crying for help in all terms and ways because they feel as though they are being assaulted by the powers that at large, but they don't even realize that they're shields. They're being used as shields and weapons in a case for the left wing. They don't realize it. They do, and they might, even some might say, oh, it's better that we be a shield and a weapon because they're the only things that they're going to protect me from the rest of the world and how the world behaves and all the rest of it. They, they're the ones protecting my freedom. It's the uncritical thought about accepting everything one person says. That's where we are. And so, the thing that it hurts me is that people that have, that just want to play a game and want to do all these other things. We could have a similar situation where a Russian-based game because of the situation in Ukraine, they're going to use the same tactics they used in Hogwarts Day as they 
You can't play this game. You can't do nothing with it because they're supporting their part of the bad guys. You understand what I'm saying? And then the same thing with this one. We know that you're not a good person because you're playing this game. Collective morality will always falter. Collective morality is a finite space and a finite time. I didn't say it will always falter, but it will have a finite space and a finite time. Especially when it's not based in fact. And not based in reality. People want to treat people with respect. What respect is the internet in this modern age going to give people? When the same internet is building AI that will ultimately take their jobs away. Think about it. Ultimately taking their jobs away. The same internet. The technologies that we're there that have basically freed the supposedly quote unquote freedom mind. To their new age, but as circle the drain concerning their lives and their journey in their lives. Anybody explain all that? And now, in order to protect their livelihoods there to, pr- to protect their lives the way they, they who they want to have relations live and all that and now it comes down to a game and who plays a game but that hurting other people in the process the game still sold and it made a mil- billion nearly a billion dollars It will get to a billion in a few days. And does anybody now understand the weakness of these protests? There will come a point where it will get really serious and nobody will come and the very people that they protest, the reason why they protest, to protect themselves from the people. They don't want to be around will ultimately be the only ones that will ever listen to them. I just want people to begin to think in different directions on how to get their point across without hurting other people or ultimately hurt their own ideas. 
wrong as it may be. Just think about it. Coming up next. Speaking of protest, what is the reality of what happened at the Capitol? We'll talk about that later on. Beyond this earth, right after this. Beyond this earth will continue right after these messages. return you to beyond this earth all right welcome back to beyond this earth no back here um there was a post on twitter that talked about what happened on the capitol and i think you want to give it a listen because you don't usually hear this anywhere else you usually hear the particular situations concerning this Oh, and speaking of that, Trump can't get sued concerning what happened on January 6th. So if they don't get him on that, they'll get him on his money. It's going to be weird if he does win the election in 2024. What have you? This is from Kulik from Twitter. I don't think people understand the significance of what happened on January. Indeed, I don't even think Democrats screaming about threats to our democracy understand the significance. In 1789, the Women's March of Versailles was a revolt against the Parisian loyal classes against the monarchy. Once they have arrived and captured the royal family, the royals will remain hostages of the revolution until the revolution chose to execute them later in four, four years after. Versailles had been, been built 20 kilometers outside of Paris to prevent this kind of thing. The distance was provided an insurmountable buffer to Mons that the city would allow cavalry a chance to muster. Thus, these poor Parisians were not considered a threat nor granted patronage. In a single evening, one of the most despised, irrelevant, and written off classes, franchise, and caste under the Women's March became the most powerful faction in all French life. Who too expensive? Right. Revolution not moving fast enough? Right. Want a proudition guillotine? Right. The force of Parisian riots continued until 1795 when a group of counter-revolutionary royalist riders launched their own attempt to overthrow the government and were put down by grape shot by an obscure figure named Napoleon Bonaparte. And then it is are debatable whether this really stopped them. Parisian riders for the next 200 plus years will prove to be one of the most powerful forces in all French politics until extremely recently with Macron. Heck, we even do musicals about them. La Miserable, anyone? So what's the significance of what happened on January 6th, 2020? Well, that day, as well with the Yellow Vest, the Canadian Freedom Convoy and Dutch farmers approved the same exact thing that is not perfectly viable, but in reverse. 
I belong to local class and the inheritors of the urban revolutions of the past. The urban poor is consistently subsidized and fought by the same elite for the political potential. Hell, we even see the political elite encourage modern urban riots, quote unquote. But January was different than a completely new class with completely different interests rioted, a class no one even knew they could riot, as rural and suburban working upper middle class Americans. The fish wives walked to the country, the deplorables drove to the city. And for the first time in this highly new French attempt into Targo politics, they threatened to replicate the mantra for sale with not just the entirety of the U.S. Senate, Congress, VP, and a good chunk of the generals instead of just Marie Antoinette. Now, did Trump or the protesters attend to take the House and Senate for the rest of the natural lives and make them sign off everything in the new resolutionary committee told them to pass? No, that wasn't the case. We know they didn't intend to because how easy it would have been. By Trump's estimate, there were at least 200,000 people in that particular protest. That's more than the Marine Corps have asked their personnel. Half of that, a mere 800, that's more than all D.C. security could have ever control. Remember, the protesters were almost, almost all unarmed. And a vast number of them had rifles, handguns, and an assortment of small arms they could have bought. Hell, even with 20,000, they turned on D.C., to overthrow the government and it would have done it, its job. This is why what happened on January freaked the political elite so much. The little trucker convoys and the bomber protest. Parts of the populace, generations of the political class have treated the non-entities to be taxes and ignored and turned against into the most dangerous faction. And this sudden reversal comes with right at the political elite just doubled down on ignoring these factions' values and attacking their interests. The restrictions, the pandemic restrictions that make more sense in cities, fuel taxes that invest the impact of rural more, or nitrogen restrictions on farmers. Car owners within this circle, she showed the pictures of this, are now the most powerful faction in American life. They're less than 250 miles from D.C., which is a four-hour drive. And a drop of a hand, they can drive there, and they can drive home the same day if events turn out to be a dud. And there are no way to know that they have weapons. We're about to head into a major economic downturn. Inflation, sanctions, the knock on the feds of lockdown, European short-run power and fuel, and an international food shortage. These are all pocketbook items that motivate the lower middle class. And just in time for elections. So, that's something that everyone needs to think about. It's not a joke. It's not a game. It is going to go down. A lot of people need to make a lot of fixing right now before it's too late. Just saying. We will be back with more Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages.
right, folks. Here are the new the news that you missed on the upcoming the recent episodes of since the beginning of the week on the 26th of February. Tens of thousands of protesters in Mexico City denounced President Andres Manuel Lopez's electoral reform, saying that it will erode democracy in Mexico. Jake Paul lost his first president of pro Boston as his decision to Tommy Fury. No cares refreshing his logo for the first time in almost six decades. Fans of the Turkish soccer team pilot fast food choice on the field as a donation to children affected by the earthquakes. Warner Brothers Discovery is sued Paramount Global for allegedly breaching a $500 million licensing deal for South Park that the two signed in 2019. Google has expanded its magic eraser photo editing software beyond the pixel, making it available to Google One subscribers. NVIDIA reported strong earning, um, quarterly earnings last week in strong contrast to much of the semiconductor industry. This is due to AI, of course. Harrison will lay off about 850,000 employees worldwide, or about 8% of its staff. The Biden administration announced that some details of its chips and money will be invested among its plans, $11 billion National Security Semiconductor Technology Center. Excuse me. The sub Fitbit users are frustrated with what they perceive to be a recent drop off in service quality. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen made a surprise visit to Ukraine to demonstrate that the U.S. supports the country economically. Elon Musk defended Dilbert creator Scott Adams after the cartoon was dropped after several newspapers over recent remarks by Scott Adams. Adams was cut loose by a comic syndicator and book publisher on yesterday. TD Bank has agreed to pay $1.2 billion to settle claims it aided a $7 billion policy scheme. Mrs. Dunberg and other activists are targeting Norway's energy ministry over a wind farm that gets in the way of indigenous people raising reindeer. The Pokemon company will release a game you play by sleeping later this year called Pokemon Sleep. We call that the Snorlax game, by the way. JetBlue Pie took evasive action on Monday to avoid an aircraft crossing on one way of Boston's Logan Airport and another close call between U.S. planes and airports. Former TV is that now Saad Singh became the third member of Sam Bankman freezing the circle to plead guilty over the crypto exchange's collapse. Tesla committed to building a plant in Monterey, Mexico, according to Mexico's President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. Novak Djokovic broke the record for the longest time, spending as the number one player in tennis, passing Steffi Graf with about 378 weeks as the top dog. The pilot of an easy jet flight from Iceland to England made a 360-degree turn over the North Sea to let passengers on both sides to see an amazing display of the Aurora Borealis. Tencent has recently assembled a team to build its own chat GP-inspired AI tool, and Chinese giants embraced the generative AI wave. Broadcom will reportedly soon receive a EU trust warning, antitrust warning about the possible anti-competitive effects of its bid to purchase VMware. Skydio, an autonomous drone manufacturer, raised about $230 million dollar series e that values it at over two billion dollars google has released a handful of new features for android and wear os
Kobe Bryant's widow, Vanessa Bryant, has secured a $29 million settlement in a lawsuit which she claimed emergency personnel shared graphic photos of the helicopter crash that killed the basketball star and their daughter. YouTube plans to add AI features for video creators as the AI arms race rates up. And here, Meta and VR, AR, and VR hardware for the next four years. Their plans for the next four years with MetaQuest, as it were, which, by the way, has burned about $36 billion. Havana syndrome is strange acoustic disease sensations that affected U.S. government workers abroad was not caused by the actions of a foreign adversary, a new U.S. intelligence report said. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have been asked to vacate Frogmore Cottage, their former British home, reportedly to make room for Prince Andrew. <sighs> when it rains, it pours. Starbucks engaged in egregious and widespread violations of federal labor law and stores in upstate New York and illegally fired six workers in response to a unionization drive, a judge of the National Labor Relations Board ruled. Trump does not have immunity from civil lawsuits in his role in the uh, January 6, 2021 protests on the Capitol, the DLG said. More than half of the global population will be obese or overweight by 2035, barring significant action, the World Obesity Foundation warned. Oh my goodness. Egyptian officials confirmed the discovery of a hidden quarter guard in the Great Gift Pyramid of Giza. What else is brewing? And let's see here. Cosmos One, an AI model that can reportedly analyze images for content, Solve visual puzzles, perform visual test recognition, pass visual IQ tests, and understand natural languages instructions. So Microsoft has just unveiled that. Waymo called eight percent of its workforce or two hundred employees in the second round of layoffs this year. OpenAI introduced an AI API for ChatGPT, enabling businesses to encode ChatGPT tech into apps, websites, products, and services. Commerce Department issued new rules saying that chipmakers must agree on restrictions on expanding their operations in foreign countries of concern, like China, for 10 years if they are to receive money from a $39 billion federal fund, which was just mentioned earlier. President Biden has a cancerous lesion, we just mentioned this earlier. Ailes Bat Pulaski, human rights activist and Nobel Prize winner, was sentenced to 10 years in prison for rules for his roles of protest against his authoritarian government. Soon fired as president in form of Google VP, who has been in the company for less than a year. A Florida man died from a rare brain brain eating amoeba, and Florida said it could have been because he rinsed his sinuses with tap water. A Jurassic air bug was discovered flying in the Arkansas Walmart. This species has been thought to be extinct in Northern America, North, North America, excuse me, Eastern North, North America. China has set a modest economic growth around 5% this year on the onset of the legislature's annual gathering. That's the lowest growth projection in more than 25 years. Two U.S. senators had planned to release a bill that will enable the government to brand full technology products, yes, like TikTok.
to the human, the activist known as the mother of disability rights movement died at the age of 75, and Gruyere can be used as a label for cheese, even if it was more made outside the Gruyere region of Switzerland and France, and U.S. appeals court ruled. Amazon has put the construction of some parts of its HQ2 in Arlington, Virginia, in hold indefinitely. The U.S. Space Command has shared an informal list of responsible space behaviors, including how to address space debris management. Meta is cutting the price of both its Quest Pro and its 256 gigabyte Quest 2 to $999 and $429, respectively. And Erickson has agreed to plead guilty to U.S. foreign corruption violations and paying more than $206 million fine after breaking a deal with the Justice Department over charges of bribery and falsifying records. And that is some of the news that you have missed throughout the week. Okay. And we already talked about the space news with the space thing concerning that. So what's coming up with our special report concerning with education and other things in the miseducation of a nation, we're going to focus on, we're going to focus on college and what's going on with college and how that thing's going to be handled concerning with money and other particular things of that nature. Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? Who knows? We're going to talk about that in the upcoming day. Well, hopefully we'll have something of that nature because of what I'm about to say next. Um, okay, folks, this is the first time we're doing it in another location, this show. And I know it's a little difficult and I'm pressed for time. So this is what happened. We've been doing it in another I mean, the show in another place for about 18 and a half months. We were, we were supposed to do it in a new location last two years, September. Unfortunately, we never got the chance because things happen and life happens. It's okay. We move on. Life is what it is. So we originally wanted to do in this location. However, things changed. We couldn't do it in this location. So we had to do it in the other location. We had to do it back in the same, well, different place, but in the same location. I don't want to get too far into talking about what, what where we have to do certain things, right? So family needs me. Um, family members need me. I have to do certain things for the family. And it got worse. And then recently, it reached to a point where a decision had to be made about how we're going to handle these particular things. So now things have calmed down as the pandemic has calmed down. And I can now do it in this location, but not always. I plan to be back in this same location for the 14th. I am not sure they're going to let me do it more than a few times. This is the first time I'm doing this. There's somewhat of an echo. My voice is a little lower and I have to do this in a much more calm, even-handed fashion. 
instead of the brash fashion that I usually do the show. It's fine. It's a bit of a change. It's some. It's a learning experience, and things have to be learned in a way that it has to be learned. But it could reach a point, unfortunately, that next week's show, which will be done on a Tuesday, hopefully be done on Monday, will be available on Tuesday. It will be the last show of the season, unfortunately, because of the things that have happened. It is getting harder for me to complete these episodes the way I want to, especially we have to have a little bit of delay for the thing that we have to do for um, the immense education of a nation. We have to do more delays. So we have to do things in a different tact. Hopefully, we will be able to continue the season. If not, I will let you know on the final segment of the next week's episode, and hopefully we can move on from there. If things happen the way they have to happen, it is what it is. So, folks, please understand that we've gone through a lot. We will explain it more later. It's been difficult. But we will get through this, truly and honestly. Thank you for listening. This is Nova Hallback from me and Melissa. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Edit, Radio Republic. Now on Stitcher, Odyssey, Amazon Music. Two the interviews with Clubhouse, Stereo, and Spotify Live. And it's also wherever you get your radio show. Until next week. It may be the season finale. We'll see you guys next time. I'll be on. Listen. Beyond This Earth is a Gothic production.